0: There's a new podcast app that delivers chilling true crime stories straight to your mobile device every day. They release a new episode that investigates the gruesome true acts of America's worst serial killers. And you can explore into the minds of psychopaths and murderers. To get started, find and download Murder Minute from the App Store or visit MurderMinute.com. That's M-U-R-D-E-R-M-I-N-U-T-E.com to get your daily dose of true crime creepiness delivered straight to your mobile device. It's a good show. Do you have a do you have a ring special ringtone?
1: I sure do. It's the Halloween theme. Oh. You want to prove it?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is that is terrifying. Is yeah. that uh
1: I can't wait for us to have to pay royalties for featuring that on our podcast.
0: Did you know of course you must know that uh Michael Myers mask is uh
1: William Shatner mask. Mhm. Oh yeah.
0: Verified, not an urban legend.
1: For real, I, I know. Yeah. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. Uh, welcome to Whiting Wong's. I'm doing a cold open, <laughs> <laughs> right. and, it's, and it's going really well.
0: Okay, good, good, good. That, that one that went good. <laughs> here's a here's a new theme song from from last week's uh, master of theme songery. Michael... M- Micah. Micah. rut Rough or Rut-Row. <laughs> More on that later. Here's his theme song. Waiting longs is easy When you have friends That sounded racist This song should end I really like that one.
1: I know. I really love both of Micah's themes.
0: Yeah, I mean he's definitely he definitely represents that you can tell he's a pro because he's like he uh he's working with negative space. He's he's not he's he's accomplishing something and then knowing when to stop.
1: Also, are we sure Micah's uh uh male, um 'cause it could cause Micah could also be female. Oh, um, but I just want to put, uh, our producer Yuson on blast because last week he very seriously was like, Micah's last name is Rut row and you, I feel like very justifiably was like a Scooby-Doo sound. <laughs> and then we, today we actually saw it written out and I would never pronounce it as, as written, I would never pronounce it as Rut Are you sure?
0: I, w- I would.
1: Not at first glance. It's I would pronounce it either rut rough or
0: rut Um, I yeah, the funny thing is though, like you know, Scarborough or or thoroughgood or or you know, like 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 it's almost like a, a nomenclatural. Yeah,
1: but it, when you look at that, that's not going to be my first instinct. Is not rut row. <laughs> uh, if you look at R O U G H, you don't go, oh, that's row.
0: I if it's at the end of a name, I do. Yeah. Like, like,
1: Micah, please write in and settle this for us. <laughs> please publicly shame you, Song.
0: I uh, and and also, if it is pronounced rut row, to, to you, you, no matter what uh, uh, ethnicity you represent, um, you you're a one person minority that probably has had a rough time growing up. <laughs> like, tell us about all the Scooby Doo jokes yes. that you've been subjected to on the playground. <laughs> Rutro. Yeah,
1: tell us everything, Micah.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's really a meme, it's like the phrase Rutro, you know, like we <laughs> we we use it as shorthand for like it's it's kind of the new uh, uh muted trombone. Wah, wah. Do
1: you think you would have liked uh having the last name Rutro? Uh growing up.
0: And it's tough to say. I sometimes wonder, you know, my name's very vanilla uh to me. Like it's uh I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have minded. A, I wouldn't mind a little bit more of a last name with some character to it. You know, like Flint Weather or Flint Mary Weather. Buck or uh, Piss Bucket. Like, <laughs> like I would even you know, and I would cons- I wouldn't know it because I'd grow up with that name. But I would objectively looking at that timeline, I'd say worth it, worth whatever teasing you would be getting on the playground. The little kid version of you wouldn't know that, but as far as being a writer or an entertainer of any kind, like, having a name that, like, that's branding. Harmon. It's fine, but it sort of, like, just lays there.
1: Yeah. Gow's pretty great because it rhymes with so many things.
0: Yeah. I mean, Gow's good. Yeah. It is good.
1: I got a lot of How Now Brown gow though.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean I I didn't get a lot of anything. I think I think getting a lot of something when you're a kid means you you got a good brand name. <laughs> it's a, it's like, like 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 your name belongs on a bucket of chicken or a toilet paper roll or something, you know, like like that's good. People pick those names to be memorable and to like you know to convey a, a value. Flintweather.
1: Flintweather. Dan, Dan Flintweather. Flintweather. Or would you be Daniel Flintweather.
0: God knows if my last name was Flintweather, maybe I wouldn't have uh, shucked the, the, the Daniel. Because I think we talked about that when I was in middle school. I kind of just decided, no, I'm going to be Dan instead of Daniel. Like, that's cooler. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> to all you Daniels out there, first of all, like, thanks for keeping it real. I'm sorry. I'm a fucking Daniel traitor. It's a good <laughs> Hebrew like name with a great story behind it. <sighs>
1: Um. All right. So Dan Harmon. <laughs> it's such a, what's the beauty of your name is that it's so easy to remember.
0: Yeah. It sounds it sounds like a drunk stumbling down uh, stairs, like but not in any fun way. It's just like <laughs> Dan Harmon.
1: What? Are those sound effects? Yeah.
0: It's like 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 I don't know. That's what my my name. Like just doesn't. It's 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 it sounds like sounds like somebody gets startled and then and then starts trying to do something and then gives up. Dan. Harmon.
1: <laughs> it sounds like somebody made up the name and spur of the moment.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh... Okay.
1: So it may shock you list dear listeners to know that we once again have nothing planned for this episode. <laughs> so we're gonna go back to our old standby of letting Dan read emails.
0: This time I'm doing it sober because I've got the shingles. Um, Is it the shingles or just shingles? I
1: think it's just shingles.
0: Uh, So I'm drinking green tea.
1: Okay, but I would like to point out that you're drinking Arizona green tea, which I would be shocked if it had any significant percentage of actual green tea. I feel like that's just sugar water you're
0: drinking. Yeah, I mean, it tastes pretty good.
1: (laughs) And also, you're... Here in pajamas, and you're holding a jug, an actual jug of Arizona green tea. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know Arizona green tea came in jugs.
0: Well, you're right. As soon as I tasted it, I was like, this tastes too good to be healthy.
1: Did you, like, were you told to drink green tea, and then you decided to get sugar water?
0: I, I I copied and pasted a list of stuff you're supposed to take in when you're when you got this virus, and uh, I sent it to Spencer, and he ran out and got stuff, and so maybe
1: interesting. I, I had shingles uh, like ten years ago, and I guess I never bothered to look up if there was a special diet you were supposed to have when you had it. I just remember I had to take Valtrex for a week, and it was horrible.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm taking some kind of herpes medication that's, like, giant horse pills, too. Yeah. It doesn't absorb very very efficiently, so the pills are gigantic, I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, they were huge.
0: All right, so... uh, All right,
1: jump around and find something.
0: Okay, so...
1: I can't wait to see if uh, Sober Dan is just as angry.
0: I don't know. Well, also, I'm supposed to take it easy with this thing, because it rides on your nervous system, so I'm not supposed to stress or exert
1: Oh, well, this was a terrible idea then.
0: Okay. I'm just, you know, we'll edit if it turns out to be a horrible email to read, but I'm just going to dive in without knowing. Okay. All right. Maury says, the Simpsons needs to get hijacked slash liberated for the people by more skilled, less funded animators, writers, colorists, voice actors, etc. And suddenly swerve into following Lisa as she has a mental fucking breakdown and she moves out and into an apartment and locates herself and her own lens within white supremacy without illusion. And the series gets renamed Lisa and it's just following her as she grows up and has interracial dating adventures and bills and relatable shit I never understood.
1: I think we knew knew this was a skip when you started by the second sentence. We knew this was a skip.
0: All right. Yeah. As our show slowly turns into coast to coast AM. (laughs) (laughs) The Simpsons attacked me as a werewolf when I was picnicking last night. Uh, All right. Matthew Kovacs. Hi, Jessica and Dan. In the most recent episode where you discuss the issue of Apu, you give the impression that the writers phasing out Apu from The Simpsons would be a positive, if not the best solution to the current controversy. I find this interesting and how it ties into an earlier discussion on the podcast where you said that poor representation is still better than no representation at all, I don't intend this to sound like a gotcha by the way as I know this is a very complex issue with many factors at play. I'm just wondering what factors do come into play in your opinion blah 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna, i mean I' mean I forgive me Matthew I can see you wrote a very thoughtful email and you're 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 good at communicating which is why you can tell i I can when I can read your email faster it means you're 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 good at writing concise thoughts so thank you and I'm not punishing you for that but this The topic is The Simpsons, and so I think we can kind of jump off there, Sure, I just want to make it clear I wasn't when i when I was arguing the possibility that that we'll never see a pooh in the Simpsons again. I was just I was asking the question: would that change the um uh, how we were interpreting that middle finger in that in that yeah. moment like what, what if we if we never ever ever saw him again, and that was the last thing that happened, would that change the meaning of Lisa? That that thing in particular that was that was like perceived as the biggest tip of the middle finger, which was Lisa looking at the camera and going, "If ever, if at all, if that meant, you know, fuck it, we give up or whatever, I, you know." And it's it wasn't. I did not mean to imply that in my view, uh, uh, destroying a poo, you know, like yeah, and that's him not was... the
1: way. That's not the way I took it. I I took it to mean that you. Uh, You thought that in all likelihood, the Simpsons will probably quietly retire Apu in order to avoid this uh, situation, furthering the situation. Um, I don't think killing off Apu is the perfect solution. Um, And yes, of course, like uh, imperfect uh, representation is better than zero representation. But this is just plain wrong representation. Because when I say imperfect representation, I mean, like, when you're writing, like, non-race-specific, race-neutral characters that aren't being race-specific about their backgrounds. Um, and that general, like, when we're talking about that in the sense of live action, that means that a per- an actor of color is acting in a part that could be swapped out for a white character. There's nothing really specific in that character that points to a race. Um, but in this instance, it's not even like there is a person of color actor. There's not an Indian actor out there who's getting a job out of this, who's making millions and millions of Simpsons dollars. It's a white dude who's doing it. So it's it's not really any sort of real uh, representation on any level Um, I mean, and this, this is also part of a larger discussion where a lot of people argue that in animation, you don't really need to cast race specific. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's been kind of a, an ongoing conversation. Um, And it's one of those conversations where, you know, this conversation would be completely moot if there were tons and tons of roles for all different people, people of color, actors of color, um, then, yeah, they then anyone can play anyone, sure. If there was enough role, there were enough roles to go around for everybody, but the reality is there isn't, so that's why it's important.
0: Yeah, Apu is not representation as a character, but and also it's you, you then you could go and start to make the argument, which I'm not going to do because I don't want to be festooned with 90 IQ emails from people who misperceive <laughs> me trying to. Uh, bother to hold the other side of what would otherwise be a silent conversation of people nodding their head and going, "Man, the Simpsons stepped in it. Too bad for them." <laughs> like, I, I'm not. I don't want to be fucking like. I don't like like. It's it's this idea of like morons thinking that they're they are thinking anything because they're listening to like a conversation where I'm going, "Well, how do we know this?" And but what about that? And actually that and playing that role on this podcast because we're not on Twitter. So I'm not like sea lioning her. I'm I'm like bothering to go. I didn't see the whole episode. Are we, are we a hundred percent sure we're interpreting this right and all this stuff? Like, It's a provocative conversation, so let's have the conversation. How is that an invitation to, like, uh, sneer and judge and high-five yourself and throw a parade? Uh, You're just as dumb and and ignorant and judgmental uh, and uh, and potentially abusive as anybody that you think you're branding a bad guy. Because look what you do when you perceive the slightest opportunity to fucking punch down. Just
1: to be clear, he's not talking about you, Matthew.
0: Uh, no, I'm not talking. about, <laughs> not what's talking the rest about Matthew. Of his, what's the rest of his email? Uh, I don't. Well, I don't know. I clicked on. I mean, it's you know, it's like I, I, I'm not. You know, we. I think we got a couple more Simpsons thoughts, and like you know, Matthew's got get getting short shrift there. I'm not reading the whole thing. Um, I think I think we got the gist. Sure. He was. He said himself. I'm not trying to do a gotcha, which means he was trying to do a gotcha. <laughs> Dear Dan and Jessica, I'm a cis white male, definitely in Jessica's corner with regard to the recent Simpsons controversy, Lisa boiling the problem with a poo down to silly political correctness. Now that the episode has been out for a week, I was curious to hear your thoughts on Simpsons showrunner al jean's victory lap on twitter that followed the episode this largely involved retweeting anyone who agreed with the show's stance on apu with some t- retweets coming from places like the national review and in one instance the comment section on a youtube video if you didn't if you don't want to weigh in on al jean's decision to drop the mic and then promptly pick it up again i understand that said many takes that uh, many takes that al jean shared defend apu by saying everyone on the simpsons is a stereotype okay well this is kind of a new point that maybe we could discuss Um, because we kind of grazed this before. I'm going to start that fresh. That said, many takes that Al Jean shared defend Apu by saying, quote, everyone on The Simpsons is a stereotype. This feels like a terrible defense, partially because it's not true. Yes, Apu, Willie, and Fat Tony all exist primarily as ethnic stereotypes, but to have the longest... Running sitcom on TV and be welcome with the assessment that everyone is a stereotype feels like shitting on what could be a great legacy. Those defending Apu don't just point to Willie but say Homer is a stereotypical dad. Marge is a stereotypical mom. In my opinion, this defense strips away the heart of the show and the initial depth that allowed the show to last as long as it has. In the first episode, Homer contemplates jumping off a bridge on Christmas Eve because he can't afford presents. Uh, and Bart gets an F. We see this stereotypical bad boy brought to tears, blah, blah, blah. Um Yeah. So I don't know, I guess.
1: Yeah. We kind of talked about this in the previous episode, which is that you have to think about it in terms of context, which is what are the power dynamics of uh, making fun of a typical white American uh, dad and a typical white American mom and a typical white American greedy billionaire versus uh, a immigrant minority who is very voiceless and powerless in America and who doesn't get to uh, have their voice heard, have their opinions heard, have their feelings be heard and taken seriously by people like Al Jean and Matt Groening, um, and people who are already getting made fun of in their daily real lives while they're just trying to fucking live, and then in popular culture, in a one of the most massively popular and beloved American sitcoms, to be reduced to a stereotype that makes fun of their accent, and... Um, it's just it's shitty. It's punching down. And in context, it's not the same as making a stereotype about another group of people that in this country have more power.
0: Yeah, I guess my thought on that would be like, like, let's let's just split the screen between Homer and Apu, because forget about looking at an Italian character or whatever. Let's, let's forget about ethnicity as 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 a stereotype of uh, uh, kindling and just go, OK, like like the the note behind the note or the logic behind the logic is like well it's a cartoon and and it's it's pretty arch in its characters who all started millions of decades ago with like really two-dimensional things and so i think it's fine to say and i don't think anybody would be all that pissed off if somebody said it's been on the air for 40 years 40 years ago um it was a it was a potentially kind of actually grounded sort of for white people, like observation that whenever you go into a Seven Eleven to pick up your beer, the guy behind the counter is always this guy. Um, like there are a lot of characters on the Simpsons born of that much thought. Um, one joke uh, that then uh, it was funny to some people or the show was, was brilliantly written. So it's back for another episode. Let's reuse that character. Um, Et cetera, et cetera. And the characters continue to evolve and dimensionalize. Homer, you know, in some respects evolved from just an actually abusive father who would strangle Bart into he kind of started to become a. An an almost impotently stupid, um, uh, less rageful, but like like totally lobotomized, beer swilling, donut craving, Um, uh, wherever the mainstream goes is where he wants to go. Kind of like uh, you could you could some people could would look at him and go ah he's he's they're mocking the NASCAR crowd the red staters and then the red staters would go ah they're mocking the the typical like uh, you know middle class like uh, suburban uh, uh, white bread dad. And, and 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 that's a that's a good sign of a good character. That's like, in spite of being a two dimensional dope, like he became. Oh shit! Like beloved and stupid and, and but but like we learned more and more about homer and um he never stopped liking donuts yeah. uh but he you know we just we, we we lived with him and we we watched him do all these incredible stories like the homer simpsons crayon episode comes to mind and stuff so i i think we're all you know we're all preaching within the same choir to the same choir and saying like i i i I, that's where I go. Look, I don't. I'm familiar with this Valentine's episode that that guy's referring to. I think I saw five minutes of it or something. I. That's why I'll say things in this conversation. Like, I haven't been watching every episode of The Simpsons for forty years. Are we? Sh- are we sure that we missed the? That we didn't miss the episode where a poo like continued to evolve like homer did in spite of continuing to say thank you come again and continuing to work at 7-eleven and i only asked that question because i don't know the answer and want to he may, you know just that's it
1: another thing to think about in terms of comparing like stereotypical characters is that you know homer's a, a stereotypical dopey dad whatever uh marge's a stereotypical housewife but these are all things that you can change about yourselves. But when you make fun of someone's race, that's something that he can't change. That's the core of their being. That's not something that they chose to be. That's who they are. And that's unchangeable. And for you to make fun of something like that is really, really hideous. Whereas, like, yeah, you can make fun of this guy for being a dopey dad. I mean, even if we strip away the power dynamics um, in ter- uh, and uh, the r- racial dynamics of this country, um this guy can also choose to not be a drunk you know or barge can choose not to be a housewife anymore but you can't a poo can't choose to not be indian
0: right and so to the extent that the character is yeah that we're laughing at that exactly. the fact that he's brown and the fact that he's that he talks funny um then we're not we're we're giving short shrift we're not we're not watering that plant as much as we're watering uh, disco stew or whatever the fuck, you know, like where it's, it, 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 yeah. it, so the, it, 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 the I guess it's a question of how, how, how much do the producers and writers continue to think it's hilarious for him to say this and that. That's again, when I go, I have no idea, haven't watched a show since 95. So like, like, but I, you know, it, it if in, 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 in a purely theoretical universe, it, it if, if, If he continued to talk in that accent and continued to work at the local convenience store, there would be other things. I think we – you know, that it's possible there's a universe where uh, uh, it's – it is it's like it's not as his race isn't being made fun of you know like it's well
1: yeah in that universe the Simpsons hires uh, Indian American writers and and listens to them right and actually gives this character things about himself that make him a complex three dimensional character and makes jokes that aren't at the expense of his accent and the fact that he's brown Mm -hmm. that's the universe that that exists in
0: right uh oh and
1: also you know an Indian actor voices him.
0: Well that's and yeah that's that's it, it gets it gets uh, that's the, the animation thing it's weird it's what spawned this podcast it's like this idea of like oh um we're yeah, t- is there a
1: responsibility uh, to be race specific when casting?
0: Yeah, because it's a, it's super easy to to it's and, and perfect in like the the solution to be an Asian writer and say I'm going to represent, I'm going to write this character as Asian and I want Asian actors to get jobs, but then we it's like yeah we we got our feet on a couple of dolphins here where we're like also talking oh, about boy. what a dig are, at me people are watching the 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 TV and and growing up uh, this is the thing like what if I don't know what if the white guy doing the voice of the brown character that started forty years ago as a one joke character what if uh forty years later it's the it's the most dimensionalized character and like has the has like like the coolest and just happens to be brown and happens to be voiced by a white guy and happens to be uh uh in this like drawn a certain way and all this stuff like i think the answer is that what if scenario would be a result of along the way uh somebody like a like a safety engineer going like you know we should get out in front of this and draw this person's teeth differently or have them have them within the narrative change jobs from this to that. Um, Because I can see this coming 10 years from now, five years from now, a semester from now, Uh, you know, like, like, like that, that, that choices like that are how that would be the case, you know? And I think that they have those conversations about Homer, right? Over 40 years, because how many times is he going to strangle and say, boy, I want to hurt you. And then you you can – obviously people sit in comedy writers' rooms and they talk about their long-running successful show's characters and go, like, are we jumping the shark or are we getting stale and all this stuff. And I think, you know, I think the thing we could both agree on is, like, while you're having those conversations, like, also, like, think about the possibility of, like – the the things that are like easy go tos are like yeah, who gets tired of that guy that comes in and goes I sorry give me laundry like <laughs> like like that guy uh, maybe, maybe the, if there's if there's no Asian writer in the room there or if there is they don't they they get paid by you et cetera, et cetera just like Having that one little piece of wokeness in you that goes like, let's stay out of trouble, like let's 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 run run a run the flowchart like like while we're having these same conversations.
1: When when a poo was created thirty years ago, um, I I mean I imagine they've probably they'd probably never had a, not uh, I'm not just gonna say not only had they never at the time never had an Asian writer, but probably not a non-white writer. And uh, I mean, obviously, correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, to this day, they're majority white male room. Um, and when they created a Apu, that was a that was a time where when there were virtually no it's not like it's better today, but there were virtually no characters of color in animated shows. And I'm sure there were almost no uh, Indian characters on TV. So I'm sure there is a, a, a number of the population that was like, yay, like just somebody who looks like me on a show that I love is already a victory in and of itself, right? Just being able to see somebody who looks like you and just knowing like, uh, it's huge to see someone who, who resembles you on TV and for it to be on a show that you love. That's huge too, especially when it's very, very, uh, ethnicity specific, like Indian American, you know? um, but also that's a time period where there's no internet there's no twitter so unless you were somebody who was already in the industry and around these circles like how would they or or you were a a respected like culture writer or critic how would they hear the voices of dissent and the opinions of people and the thoughts and feelings of people who were hurt or offended, who were opposed to this, they wouldn't. Who? How would a an Indian-American, like a 20-year-old Indian-American who saw the f- first season that Apu was on and was like, that fucking sucks. How would that person ever even voice it in a way that people on The Simpsons would hear about it? Like, they didn't have that avenue. And so people who say nowadays like everybody is offended it's because people have access people actually have an outlet and an avenue to be able to say these things and just because back in the day you surrounded yourself with other white guys who also thought you were funny and you never were around people who thought differently and looked differently than you that didn't mean that they weren't around and that they weren't offended it's just that you didn't hear it because you were in your little fucking white boy bubble
0: fantastic Uh (laughs) Well, I got one eyeball on the next email yeah. while I'm letting Let's you make on. your make your point. I don't want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Sure, so I think Wyatt, that was pointedly
1: towards Matt Groening and Al Jean.
0: I, I, you know, yeah, I, I, I could get on a soapbox right next to Jessica and like, but like she does a fantastic fucking job, and I don't think I'm earning any points with my old white colleagues by doing this show or talking about this stuff. So I don't really feel like I'm being cowardly or, <laughs> like, defending the establishment. I, on the other hand, like, don't – like, I feel like we're doing something wrong if we're not having a back and forth when we talk about this stuff. And I think I think we can kind of put a ribbon on the Apu thing with this email that's pretty quick from this guy Wyatt – um, I wanted to write in regarding Dan's messy rebuttal to the Apu controversy. In, I put that in quotes because the word controversy implies there's multiple sides to an argument. I don't watch The Simpsons. I've seen all of Futurama, but I've only seen a couple Simpsons episodes, so I don't have any special connection to the show and thus like to think I'm fairly objective. I, I mean, we could do a whole episode on that statement. It's just kind of odd, but I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's <laughs> I don't watch any of the content that you're talking about, so I think I'm very objective. I, I'm not even mocking you why like by saying that I'm just saying like the statement is funny and it's not you're not to be dismissed as a person for saying it because that's the kind of world that we've come to live in Um, it, it, it actually is sort of like almost like a uh both it's 50% like the most right thing you could say and the most wrong thing you could say because it's like the the calls for uh, uh people to be informed before they have an opinion about something like a poo well I, this is all me interjecting by the way I'm not reading Wyatt's email but, I think, <laughs> but it's like it's like why do we need to be so informed why do I need to have watched every episode of the simpsons if uh cal Penn didn't watch any episodes before he got his face like rubbed in the grass and told, like, do you work at Quickie Mart or whatever, you know? And the kid that was doing that, like, blah, blah, blah. That's a, it's a, that's a whole digression. Okay, but what's
1: the worst of Wyatt's email?
0: I just want to, because I don't want to, uh, I like to think I'm fairly objective. I watched uh, Hari's uh, documentary uh, and loved it. It's nuanced, it's funny, it's great. I think Apu is a racist character, and I also think Dan has a point granted it's only a small fraction of a point but it's there i think what dan wanted to say but was never quite able to articulate was that the simpsons response to the apu backlash is less of a fuck you and more of a ah yeah that's weird well what are you gonna do shrug it's not an aggressive thing but it's dismissive which is still shitty and it's still a weak response but maybe it's slightly less shitty 20 percent than an adamant fuck you um, I I, I I I I disagree. Well, I, yeah. I I I agree with Wyatt that that was the sure. point that I was
1: sure that po- I agree with. Yes, f- point sure. in
0: quotes because again, not really my point of view, yeah. but but like <laughs> the point that I was raising was like yes, yeah, it's like it's like maybe they couldn't figure out mm-hmm. how to be genius and funny and and uh, about it and were just like you know.
1: Well, this gave is what up. I think. If if the if the attitude is "Eh, what are you going to I hear you and eh, what are you going to do about it? That's just as that's equivalent of a fuck you to me, because that's saying if someone pours their heart out to you and your response is, eh, what are you going to do? I'm so indifferent to your feelings and your hurt that I I couldn't even give it another moment's thought that's the same as – that's just as bad as a fuck you. That is the equivalent of a fuck you, and you might as well have said fuck you on air.
0: Well, by the way, this whole thing is totally recontextualized around us because what we – what I heard before coming into the booth is that Green Egg and, yeah, and he now said, I'm reading that Gene have both respo- – they've uh, made their position clear. So so yeah. uh, uh, Egg's not really working – over there, under, right? Is he? <laughs> I don't, I I don't mean, know. It's, it's, who knows? Anyways, but it's like it's yeah. sort of like we, we, we. I, I think that the interpretation of a middle finger is turning out to be the accurate. Yes.
1: Okay. So for people who don't know, Matt Groening's response to all of this is that he says people love to pretend to be offended.
0: It's true. They do, but it's not <laughs> but the right that's... thing to say. <laughs> but also, Max Landis was right about <laughs> yeah. But
1: it's also not, but it's also not the the uh, what's happening here. Well, like people, no, exactly. Yeah. It's
0: it, it's true. People do love to pretend to be offended. However, in addition to that, people are offended sometimes. for reals. Like... And also,
1: you shut up, old man. You fucking suck.
0: Well, I mean mean, rude. And, uh, like, like, <laughs> oh, I'm
1: sorry. Am I supposed to be uh, respectful of his feelings when he could not give a shit about everyone uh, else?
0: I guess that depends on how... how I'm not going to uh, give uh, him the
1: courtesy that he's not going to give other people. He's not treating people of color like they're human beings with actual feelings and with realized thoughts. So why should I give him any fucking respect? I, he is a, a fucking gremlin to me.
0: You're responding to me right now as if I'm <laughs> asking you to do him a favor. i I'm asking you to do yourself the favor of like, like it, it, to, like are you going to beat him with a baseball bat are I'd you love go, to. Are, well well I, I, great so then you <laughs> so I, then you're just you're mad and this is what people do when their nervous systems are jacked up and or they're in a position of privilege they're just inhuman to other people they're inconsiderate they don't have empathy they don't consider other people they don't consider nuance they just lash out chop down trees call out timber and move on whether it was good for the forest or not and and I So, goody fucking gumdrops for everybody writing emails, talking to me like I'm your fucking intellectual lesser because I <laughs> I have a podcast where I talk about this shit. But, like, you're you're only fooling yourself into thinking you live in this world where there's good guys and bad guys and you're going to go out there and, like, bang, bang, shoot them up. And you're going to knock off every black hat. And then what are you going to do? Make a town where black hats get hung from the highest tree? Like, what fucking justice? Do you have in store for us when you finish raising all of this injustice to the ground? Uh, uh, like it is, I'm not telling you that you cannot have uh, outrage and anger. I'm just, I'm telling all of us that we are winning because we as the woke people are are going to get our way we're the mp3 of psychology uh there's only more people of color coming there's o- they're only gaining ground it's a question of like how can we make how can we take active steps to make this not take 70,000 years instead of 70 and so since we're going to win since like old racists die
1: I'm just really glad that you specified we are the woke people because that could have gone either way well yeah when
0: I, when I heard myself like we're gonna win I was yeah. like, like I didn't want people to think this was a moment where I'm speaking for the racist but uh, we, we are going to overcome um the, the, the I'm just saying like like even if it's not true. It's, a, it's a, like, cause then I'm engaging your logic and going like, well, if it's not true that we are going to win, then I don't have to blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, hypothetically, let's, who cares if the fucking, the Nazis are going to take over tomorrow. Like, but, but how are we going to go down? Are we going to go down as people who wanted to advocate for an inclusive, equal, fair tomorrow? Are we going to go down um. Uh. Uh. Just like sounding like the opposite of racists, like just going, I don't give a fuck what they have to say. They're a piece of shit because of the way they were born, and they're just fucking uh, piece of garbage that's never going to change. And I don't give a fuck, and I don't want to listen to them and all this stuff. It, like, like, or are we gonna go down? Like saying, I don't know. As far as I was concerned, this place was fucking crazy, and the people that were bullies had too much power, and they, 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 they were disappointing people, and they fucking uh, missed out on a lot of opportunities to make a lot of people happy. And uh, I guess, I guess, this world wasn't for me. Here I go. Bye. <laughs> like I, I don't. I, when it comes, but, to... I, I,
1: but there's a middle ground that you're skipping over, which is uh, I've listened. For a very long time, to what you, a powerful, rich, white man, has to say, and I've hit a wall with you, and now I've decided that I'm gonna fucking
0: burn you to the ground. Uh, you're using the royal you, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Reaching for my mace. Um, the the yes, no, I yeah, I mean, and now 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 I but I gotta stop. I gotta stop carrying myself. Uh. In anticipation or in reaction to the, you know, the emails or people's perceptions and things. Yeah, I just want to speak from my heart and say, of course it's a racist character. Of course it's an old fu- comedy. Doesn't fucking age. Everything on SNL is shitty too. Like, 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 comedy should never be institutionalized. It should never get too popular and too successful, too entrenched. It's, it's always going to be less funny than the, than the new thing that's that's coming out. So, like, it, it it's like these are tests. These are things that we get to react to. That documentary, which I still haven't seen, but which uh, Wyatt is confirming, is like like why I want to see it. It's it, it, it sounds like it's thoughtful and vulnerable, and 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 a, a like it's it's not fighting fire with fire. It's it sounds like it's it's like rising above um, something, an injustice, and saying here's. Here, here's my story. Here's who I am, and like that's the uh, that that's the way to 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 to, to solve it. And, it, and it, that's how better characters than a poo get created tomorrow. Which, by the way, forty years later, are gonna be fucking unacceptable.
1: Okay, so somebody did at one point write in and say, like, what did you what do you guys think it would be a good solution? for Apu, and uh, I think that, I feel like in Hari's documentary, I can't remember who, but somebody said like, it would be great if like Apu just like
0: lost his accent <laughs> one day. Um, it's it's stranger things have happened in television. Yeah, I, he, he, he they could do an episode where he goes through. It. Yeah, I mean, look if South Park was was dealing with it, you know. Oh you, yeah, that you it could was expect incredible. A crazy... The way
1: South Park uh, dealt with uh, the Chinese character was amazing. Where they revealed that he was actually like secretly like a white guy who was <laughs> putting on this like Chinese character for like nefarious reasons, which was amazing. There's so many ways you could do it. You could have Apu move away and then uh, a different, you can have a different Indian character come on. You could have Apu uh, lose his accent because he spent this amount of time in America and he's finally lost his accent. Or you can just recast, have an Indian American actor play Apu, and you write him better stories, and you write, you give him more uh, personality, and you give him more storylines, and you give him more complexity than just the uh, guy whose uh, punchlines are funny because he has it, he says them with an accent.
0: Yeah, too and then, and then and then which is when I go. Okay, I haven't watched it. In the last five hundred episodes. Are we sure they didn't do that? To and then we go. It doesn't matter because we've got this press now coming out where comments are being made in interviews. Where it's like, oh no, they've got they. You know, they're they're holding fast. Like they're not, they're not, they're not self effacing about this. They're you know it. They being like this like collective sentience that is a show. The show is going like. No, you heard Lisa. Uh, go fuck yourself. Kind of like it, it hurts to say it. But, 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 uh, anyways, it's, you know, look at it as like, look at it as, uh, as a fucking victory because a, a kid made a documentary that was like poised and calm and brilliant and has become the, 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 the new and last word about this. And thank God, like, like, like I'm not telling everybody out there, don't be mad. Go make a documentary. Uh, I'm telling you when you are mad, the hard thing to do is make a documentary. The easy thing to do is to call other people inhuman, to dismiss their humanity. I know it fucking sucks, as Jessica is saying, like, oh, I listened to you old white man for, for my entire life, so now that I'm grabbing we're in a battle over the stick shift of the car, you're telling me mid grab, isn't that a convenient philosophy that I should Martin Luther King this and maybe consider the other side. Well fuck you. We're we're this this car's about to change drivers, so yeah. fuck you. But it's like, well, okay, good. Then fucking you know, like 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 then take over like 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 it, it's like the, the, why would somebody taking over be like and another thing fuck you that was really rude like just fucking ha- glover's response to 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 chevy's bullshit was like you know you look at what glover's become and it's like oh of course like five years earlier it's like he's this innocent kid clean shaven uh like like just adorable hilarious it seemed like it was like and it was like oh underneath that like that innocence and all this stuff is like this masterful brain who's just like he truly was like I got because I, here I am like white guilt going like hey so, sorry about the other day and blah blah, blah. and he's like he's like oh I don't I don't care like, like like true fucking actual revolutionary level uh uh handling of that because he's yeah, like oh that's, yeah that's a dinosaur he's yeah. fucking he's my breakfast
1: sure that's great too but I I, I think that it's also fair. I, I think that uh, minorities and women are always, especially minorities, people of color, are always expected to take the high road. And sometimes uh, you don't want to fucking take the high road. Sometimes you're just like, you know what? I'm fucking pissed. I'm sick of this shit. I want to say fuck you, and that you're a piece of sh- your goddamn piece of shit. I want to punch you in the fucking throat, and I think that that's okay to do once in a while.
0: Yeah. Well, how did this? How did the? How did that start? It started with it was just saying like. You, I was suggesting to you, it's see, we keep going back and forth between this idea that there's going to be an interaction between you and Matt Groening, for instance, where you either can Let's give him something or take something from him. Neither of which you can do. Let's I'm, start I'm, a, I'm, a I'm saying to you, petition. don't give into the dark side mm-hmm. while you're fighting it. Like, like, like that, that, that's all I'm saying. I'm not even trying to high road you. I'm just like, I was being your friend and going like, well, now you sound like a fucking redneck the way you're talking about this guy. Like, like you don't even, it's like, I don't even remember how it started. I was just like gently going like, well, don't, you know, like that's mean. <laughs> like, 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 and, and then you're like, point, I don't give a fuck if it's yeah. mean. I don't fucking care. Yeah. Well, because I don't certain, care. Why, well, why do you have well, a podcast no, if at, you don't care?
1: At a certain po- at a certain point. It's like, I don't, uh, at a certain, like, I don't care about what he, what his dumb dinosaur opinion is the way that I care about yours, you know, because I, because you are my friend and you are somebody that I respect and I care about and these, and I want to take the time and energy to have these conversations with you and to change your mind about things because I also because I think it's possible because not only are you smart enough but you're also open enough to but when a dude like that listen, takes in all the data and evidence that's been presented to him in the last uh, couple of weeks and responds the way that he does then at a certain point there are certain people where you're like fuck, off, fuck you so much it's like when uh, that Nazi Richard Spencer got punched in the face it's like sometimes... You just got to punch someone in the face. There are some, there are some battles that aren't, ju- that are some people that just aren't worth your time and energy. And at this point, I feel that way about this guy. And I just want to fucking punch him in the face. I want to sucker punch him in the face. And that's it.
0: Well, I want playback on, on, otherwise we can't, because I can't remember how the conversation went down that road. I was just like, uh, I think I asked a question or something, and <laughs> like, and you were like. <laughs> Uh, well, I fucking, blah, 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 blah. and I was like, okay, well, uh, all right, I guess that's the end of that. Like like, <laughs> like, 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 then I guess we're just we're just mad when people are 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 dicks.
1: It. Why can't I be mad when he's being a dick to people of color?
0: You obviously can be. Like, <laughs> <laughs> why, why why is why is every conversation on the internet uh, 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 about this stuff uh, r- fall down to two people yelling? Why am I not allowed to blanket each other? But we, we, but we, it's
1: not. We're not talking about people on the internet. We're talking. About me I know, but I'm saying
0: like we're being babies when we say like why? What am I not allowed to do this? And not allowed, Obviously, everyone's allowed to do everything they're doing. It's a fucking mess. Um, how do we? Yeah. Or I how, guess what?
1: I, it's not allowed. Why are you chastising me?
0: for getting
1: for getting getting mad at him and just saying he's an asshole i
0: I don't that's why i want playback because i guarantee you i wasn't like now now jessica don't get upset at the old racist i wasn't uh, definitely because i don't i i want you to get upset at at old racist i know that there was something that there was some like micro fucking exchange that happened there where i was like well that's not helpful (laughs) like 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 moving forward what are we what are we talking about and you were like Stuck back there beating his corpse with a baseball bat, maybe. And I was like, "Hey, come on, let's we're gonna go try to find a vaccine to the zombie virus." And you're like, "I don't fucking care about the vaccine. I don't fucking be." I don't remember what it was. I I guarantee you, it wasn't me defending fucking zombies. Oh boy! Uh, All right,
1: let's take a fucking break.
0: God damn it!
1: God damn it!
0: I f- I fucking hate green tea, and it's Asian.
1: <laughs> That's why you hate it.
0: Well, I don't know. Uh, okay, yeah, we're we're back for a new segment, and I I realized I the reason I deluged us with Apu emails is because like an idiot I was on you songs laptop I kept I was clicking the bold faced emails going oh those are new those are the ones that no one bothered to read because in the subject it was clearly talking about Apu <laughs> and so I just I just read all of the Apu emails <laughs> but I'm kind of you know this thing Racist. continues to this that conversation continues to be a thing and I, it's over like this really simple thing and. I mean, we just got in a fucking knockdown, drag out fight about it. So, Once again, th- there's gold in them hills. So,
1: don't be surprised if this podcast ends in three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Come again. Oh, uh, no. Wow. <laughs> okay. All right. So, we are now joined in the studio uh, by with uh, two special guests um, journalist Dana Hahn Klein.
2: Hello.
1: And filmmaker, Larissa, and photographer, Larissa Pruitt. Hello. And they both have the distinct honor of being biracial. Thank you. <laughs> it is it is an honor. As we yeah. say to all guests on this podcast, <laughs> this is probably the only podcast where it's relevant to announce the racial makeup of each <laughs> yes. guest. Yes. I'll own it. So you are both half Asian, half white. Yes. Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Um, And so the reason we have you on is not just coincidence, by the way.
0: (laughs) We wanted to see what it would be like if we had babies. (laughs) Is this a fight to the death?
1: No, you guys are a representation of what it's like if we had babies. Okay. I love that. Um, (laughs) I'm into it. I'm into it. But one of you has to take after Dan and one of you has to take after me. (laughs) Oh, shit. Um, Okay, so the real reason is because Larissa had written in a really, really thoughtful email asking for advice based on an experience she had and uh and Dana happened to be around to interview me and had previously interviewed Dan and am just all, real creepy let's Yeah dance. and it just uh it was a <laughs> it was a perfect storm
0: Yeah I would say yeah I just because I thought it was a great uh talk and you were a great interviewer oh, thanks. uh uh that you Google uh the my interview at Google with Dana I I, Google. I thought it was I thought it was I thought it was fun it was like, like like it was insightful and interesting like you can then you can see who we're talking to
1: Yeah I appreciate that Um so Larissa why don't you ask your question feel free to either read off your email or just tell us what happened
2: Okay So I am a photographer um for work and I recently did a job with this billionaire guy and um uh, the day was really normal. It was a really small crew because we were dealing with really expensive jewelry. And so halfway through the day, the model looked at me and she was just like, oh, what? what's your ethnicity? What's your background? Which is like a very common question I'm sure we're all used to. And I never really get offended when that happens because I see the genuine curiosity. So I just told her like half Japanese, half Irish. And the <laughs> the client that had hired us to do this job – Like was behind the model, and his eyes just perked up. He like looked so excited, and he beelined straight at me, and he just started speaking like broken, fake Chinese, for so many seconds longer than really necessary or ever to do it. And I froze. Like in that moment, I had like flashbacks of everything that happened in college, and grade school, and high school, and all these things where I was like, "Wow, how do I react to this?" and
0: can we pa- pause yep. there because so I heard this story third hand, yes. and so much of it comes down to this detail, mm-hmm. which is like it's like cut, getting cut off in traffic or something, and like like the like to the best of your ability can you emulate because it's like uh, what I heard was literally ching chong ching chong
2: yeah uh, yeah it was it was like a hybrid of ching chong with some ling and other syllables Like the the scariest thing to me is that it's, it's like well meaning like they
3: think they're being woke by being like oh you're Asian so I'm gonna identify you as XYZ so was it kind of
0: like because i am like morbid curiosity about this It's such a it's such a it's a weird story it's it, it, it like 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 that 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 interaction right there before you continue because your your story's more about your quandary kind of uh but but like because like was was he was he contorting his face was he doing was it was it like like was he like making a, a, a dehumanizing like accent like 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 bucking Or was he his acting like and, he
1: was genuinely speaking to you in another language like,
2: Yeah, that's weird because it was a little bit of both because he was contorting, but he was a very manic person in general. Like he came into the room and he was like, um, he was just like, always like, why does her hair look like that? Put it, put it this way. And then he'd touch it and he'd be like, that's perfect. No, no, that was, that didn't make any difference. But as long as you're happy. um, okay.
0: So Yeah. So yeah, it was manic kind of. Um, yeah, Yeah. It was just
2: like excitement and. It, it seemed to just be the first thing that came to his head. It was okay. like, oh, I'm going to walk at her and speak fake, like, Asian languages yeah. to her. But
1: because what's key is that you specified that you were half Japanese, mm-hmm. and yet the gibberish he was saying was meant to be Chinese. It, it yeah, yeah, yeah. It also um, wasn't
0: Irish. <laughs> <laughs> <Definitely not. laughs>
2: Maybe. The whole time
3: it was Irish. But um, of, like, sad note, there are three Asian women in this discussion right now, and one... Sorry, Dan. Uh, like, one white man. Like, come on. Come on. No, just me. Just me. All right, fine.
0: What's the, what? It is. Well, so far it's just you because what's the rest of that? Well, the,
3: the rest of it is like, okay, why should this be a stereotype that she's being singled out for being an Asian woman or oh. like XYZ and if she'd been any other ethnicity? Right. Right would that have been a big deal where someone would have been up- part of a what i'm trying to, to, to parse through like, just
0: because hey, it's such a it's such a weird story that the, the suddenness and the manicness and the and this 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 friendliness with it one of one of the like weird little things in my head is like was he trying to accomplish half irish half, right. you know what i mean like he, <laughs> right. he heard but, like, it he heard it, heard it as a setup and him. he was like a ching tong da da you know oh, like, like trying not. to trying to do a leprechaun that's speaking chinese <laughs> and m- making it all the worse because but anyway so you can now continue i just was sort of like it's such a Crazy! The story is just like sure, why, why, yeah, Who yeah. does that? Yeah, sure.
2: I, this guy. Um. So, and even one of my friends when I came home and told the story, one of my roommates was kind of like, "Are you sure he wasn't right. speaking?" And I, and then I did my like lady thing where I go. Maybe I was wrong, which is just like no. And fuck then I, that. And then I fuck about that. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. You Pardon know, my French. I
0: hope you know the difference. I hope you don't feel like I'm um, questioning your no, uh, not. offense or anything. I'm. I'm actually just. I'm. I'm do. I'm putting myself in your shoes and going, what the fuck? And <laughs> yeah. and and just ask, like, like that's what I. Uh, yeah. I. That, I really apologize if it's like making you feel like, like no, absolutely uh, not.
2: Because I. I thought that she was like, "Are you sure?" And I was like. Yes, absolutely. Because I've been to Japan, and I like Japanese is actually a lot sounds a lot different than Chinese. And because it triggered me so quickly, it just was instinctual that this was not like a he wasn't like asking me like, "Oh, how's it going?"
0: <laughs> he wasn't speaking Mandarin to you. No, because, no. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely not. Uh... Um,
2: but then after he did that, um. And my face maybe was like broken with my camera, just kind of like, mm, what do I? Can I finish my job? And so he kind of was like, "Oh, come here! I want to show you some stuff." And we're in like his second home, his like billion dollar home. And is this a
0: real time or does time pass in between? No,
2: this it happens instantly after he probably saw like my life flash okay, before right. my eyes. Mm-hmm. And so he walks me around his house and he takes me to this like sculpture. And he's like, "This was made by a Japanese American woman who was in the internment camps. It's super. It's so expensive. It's this most expensive piece of thing." And then he grabs this book and he gives it to me. It flips it to the page and it's the page about her. And he's just like, "She did this. She was in the camps." Like, and then I just like don't know what to do. So I was like, "My grandpa was in the camps too." Like this can't Like I I open up to him way more than like as normal conversation for like talking Cause, about cause
0: now you're like well, I'm in the middle of this crazy fender bender and like I now the person's getting out of the car and engaging in all these weird behaviors mm-hmm. and you're finding yourself like you just want Comforting. To,
2: her, yeah. Like, not necessarily comforting him, but, like, like reassuring unchanging. him that things
1: right. are okay.
0: Oh,
2: like, yeah. yeah, Japanese things. Wow, you know Japanese things. Because this...
0: you probably don't want to be cast in the role. Just because someone stuns you yeah. with, like, this this crazy baby, you don't... You If I were you, I'd be like, well, the last thing I want to be is, like, a librarian in a Pringles commercial and be, like, stern and, like, <laughs> offended, like, because that's too easy, so I'll... I'll try to be human and empathize. Uh-huh. And and, you're, 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 and I'm
2: only halfway through the job at this point, so I still have another half day left. But isn't this like white guilt to the max where it's like, oh, I want to
3: identify as white or the Asian interpretation of white. And I'm going to you know, make sure I'm like, oh, I'm not an offensive. I'm not whatever. I'll be in your commercial.
0: Yeah, I mean, I got, I can run my simulator of of uh, what I beep boop beep boop. I th- I th- I th- I mean, I I don't know how much older this person is than me or what their background is. I don't. Are they white or are they? He
2: was white, um, and shocking, <laughs> mm-hmm. white. I think he was seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he was like,
0: yeah, they're like, they're from the generation that like, I, yeah. Th- there's an addiction level and a desperation to like. It's we we the closest thing in terms of topics that have that have come onto where I've like realized that I've been doing something wrong is this whole conversation about like well where are you from nowhere really and that whole thing mm-hmm. where talking to like younger people realizing that well that's not really necessarily any of your business just mm-hmm. because I have maybe different cheekbones or or anything it's like it's the, it's not it's it's like you're putting it like as if it's like public domain kind of like conversation and without r- knowing what the person's relationship what the thing is, uh, and and realizing that oh yeah okay I I I don't there's this because we've been having those conversations we've been like examining the white the part of my white brain that kind of like um uh when it, as soon as something is recognized and is on the table like uh, you just want to like you're like I want to I want to I wanna talk about that like like I have questions about that I have I have these things that it's like there's it can it can come from like this ironically like lonely sad like 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 i just want to be like give me a milk bone because i'm like bringing you a ball like i want to prove that i'm not racist like like by by by, like proving i can go there let's get off these highway cones and watch me weave between them kind of thing (laughs) or he 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 probably has been patted on the head socially and gotten a dopamine spike for the last 10 years in like being kind of brash and like fun about it somebody Mm -hmm. says that they're like a, like oh she's Jewish and Italian so don't do this or she'll end up doing that and everyone laughs and goes oh Paul you're you're a caution and 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 <laughs> and, and he's he that's that's my theory is that this person is like manic and like addicted to approval right and but... maybe had a little crush on you like, like, and was like like, like they, they they hurt and then they heard them put their foot so much in it that they fucking hairpin into showing you uh... Just well, bragging yes.
1: yeah well cuz it's it's two very different types of weird racist interactions cuz yes. the first one is surreal in how overtly racist it is yeah. like yeah i it's hard to imagine any person even a 70 year old who doesn't think who doesn't understand on some level that it's very offensive to yell foreign made up gibberish <laughs> at someone when they say oh i'm half japanese Dan, um, <laughs> yeah dan um and and so, as he drinks his i Arizona iced tea his green tea um but then the other interaction is the much more uh hard to place kind of has uh has a racial undertone but it's less mm-hmm. overt kind of weird racial situation which is a white person then taking you around because you said you're half Jap- Japanese for them to take you around and show you all the Japanese things. It's, yeah. it's unconscious
3: bias is what mm-hmm. it is, is what it comes down to. It's like, oh, I'm not thinking about it. I don't think I'm a racist. I don't think I'm whatever. And I don't think I'm actively keep thinking about this. But in actuality, you are. And it's, it's like as a minority, we experience these things and we are subject to your point of view and we are subject to how you interpret these things and even if you don't think you're being racist, you are.
0: Right, like it starts with that thought of I can't be. Yeah. Because I know I'm not. Because
3: I think I'm woke. Yeah.
0: So therefore, since I can't be Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm not, then now, let's get back to the dirty old business of, Making people like me, being funny, being outrageous, being irreverent, like scoring points for my ability to go into dangerous waters and all those things that this we have no idea. This The description of this person with the hair example, it seems like you could imagine a personality where they're like, they're irreverent and they're manic and they're like a little Tourette's-y, um, mm-hmm. and 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 that they probably they associate that with survival mm-hmm. that 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 people go like oh he's special because of this crazy energy and if he's 70 he's he was at his peak like of getting dopamine spikes for that in the 80s when shoes had velcro instead of laces and racism was Mwah. okay
1: so let's Let's focus on how it affected you then, because in the moment you were stunned, and yeah. and then even later when you were retelling it to your roommate, like or mm-hmm. your friend, yeah, um, like you were still in the middle of processing it.
2: Yeah. So I was, yeah, I was really shocked in the moment. I came home, I told my boyfriend about it, and I cried. And then he was like, "Fuck that guy!" And he got so angry. And I was like, "Yeah." But he also was, like, weirdly nice... Like, at the end, we were all eating dinner together, and he was the only one asking questions to everyone except for himself. And this is, like, a billionaire guy that, like—and I've worked with rich people before where I've been like, oh, my God, they're the worst. They don't care about anyone but themselves. So not
0: just you. He didn't just keep focusing on you. It was like he was naturally, like— He was just
2: asking—he was like, how many siblings do you have, blah, blah, blah. Like, and also I reacted weird because I was working with two very close friends of mine, and they weren't in the room at the time. And for some reason, I was, like, really thankful that they didn't see me in that vulnerable, weird moment. Because um, I was just like, oh, my God, I'm so glad they weren't in this room. But I don't really know why. And then I cried that night. And then and then I talked to my roommates. And they were like, were well, you sure he wasn't? Not that they think I'm stupid. that They were just genuinely curious. Like, oh, okay, but you're sure. And I was like, yeah, I think,
1: yeah, absolutely. Are you young
0: enough to ask how old you are? Yes, Okay, how old are you? Twenty seven. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: um, well, it's. I think it's re- interesting that you were really, really happy that your friends, or relieved, I guess I should say, that your friends weren't in the room. Like, how do you think you would have? Uh, how do you think that would have gone down differently if they were there? Is it? Is it more about feeling? embarrassed that they would witness you in such a vulnerable position or okay
2: yeah and these are really close friends like yeah there's no reason I should be embarrassed I think it's just um probably a weird Asian Japanese thing that I have where I'm kind of embarrassed like because like another thing is I don't speak Japanese because my grandparents like would not have let me um just because of the internment camps and like it was very like I wasn't allowed a Japanese name um and so there's this weird I'm I'm in always a weird position with being half half Japanese, there's a
0: human root to it too, as well. Which is, if anybody's ever choked on food, you know th- that panic that you go into. Mm-hmm. Everybody reports, and I've I, it's happened to me. There's this huge human tendency when you're you you realize that there's food stuck in your throat and you can't breathe. People make a beeline to get out of the party. They won't th- mm. like like our, our brains react to vulnerability, fear, trauma, crisis. Like we don't like. Be witnesses to it. So mm-hmm. we kind of would which is a really Weird, because it's like, almost like there's a part of your brain that would prefer if somebody's going to say something horrible to you that they do it alone, when not in front of anybody, and, and and because then it's, it's it it feels getting 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 uh getting hurt or getting challenged, getting getting like confused is like something that we re- our b- lizard brains regard as like pooping or uh having sex or like like it's like a thing that we're vulnerable during, so we want. Well, to- it's
3: a, it's a panic of responsibility, right? It's- it's like, oh, I'm not capable of successfully like participating in this basic h- animal or human nature, and therefore I need another person's help, and I'm panicking because I can't do it on my own.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I also was like, what's even the proper reaction to that? Right. Like, yeah, I is have it like, been, like shame
3: or is it?
2: Yeah, and then if my friends were that, like, because I'm not, I'm not necessarily the type of person to. Immediately know what I want to say right away. I All kind right. of come home, and then go, "Oh my God, I should have said this. That would have been so great." I'm like a really good shower argument type of person. <laughs> v- win most of my shower arguments, but
0: uh yeah, I think you know, but it, you should hang on to that. You you don't want to become a person that, that. I mean, it's he he's built a personality and is and it which is in its twilight chapter off of impulsiveness and all this stuff I'm like you're a photographer you like to you have your whole like you want to be measured and poised and like uh, like he, like he, I, I think it's pretty clear that the guy heard himself instantly and was like so turned inside out by it that he then is like showing you,
3: yeah, uh, trying to be like I'm not racist, yeah.
0: yeah. It, it, it's the second but, half of
1: that was I am like that, yeah. yeah,
3: it felt like that. I'm not racist asterisk, um, yeah.
0: But well, so let's talk about this, this, this very important thing for for people who are listening. It's like, oh, so you were halfway through your job, so yes. so, so that was like. You went to dinner that night and you watched him. Then you went home and you talked to your boyfriend about it. And now you're going to work the next day. So I guess well, I'm asking I, it was you. A, it,
2: was just a, it was like actually an 18-hour f- one full day for me. So it was like it happened right after lunch. And then I had the rest of the day to work with him. But then mm-hmm. I know oh, okay. that was it. I wrapped the job after that day.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. But uh, so, something you kind of briefly talked about was, uh, was also that in the – in the moment, like all these memories, um, all the baggage of a lifetime of all of these issues came Mm -hmm. up and, you know, and I, I, I know that that can be overwhelming because a lot of times when you tell people about a small incident like this, that's like a microaggression Mm -hmm. where it's seemingly isolated, feels like it's such a small thing. It's like, okay, some fucking idiot came up and said a bunch of gibberish. Like who cares? Like, why would you go home and cry about it? Mm -hmm. But it's not because it's one thing. It's that, then 27 years of all of the emotional baggage that come with having all the memories of having to deal with every incident all come flooding back. Like it's really interesting. Like if you've ever been bullied, even no matter how old you are, if somebody bullies you in the exact same way that you were bullied when mm-hmm. you were a kid, all of those feelings come back to you and all of those memories come back to you. And it's yeah. and it's like a fresh wound all over again. And so it might seem like it's just a small incident but when you have a big emotional response, it's because you're responding to decades of of that incident yeah. happening. if somebody comes up to me and starts
0: sniffing me, uh, <laughs> I, I I like I go into this like I, I'm like, well, what are you what are you doing? <laughs> like 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 because the unspoken answer is like, I, well I'm about to announce to the cafeteria that you have body odor and that you're a bad person and that and 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 I'm like, oh, if you do that, is are then as a teacher going to come up and say, "Leave him alone. He doesn't have to take showers if he doesn't want to," because then I'm going to fucking burst into tears. Thankfully, I, I came to a city where that doesn't really happen. Mm-hmm. Like, like 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 people just look well, at if I stink, I have, people just tolerate it.
1: Now I have my ammunition. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah,
0: but 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 so yeah, it's that, that's super important, and that's something that really shook me to my core. Is like like an experience on community. I had this editor. It was, you know, I I I. I was I, I have no excuses for this to value my candor in talking about who I was like 10 years ago but um I was I was still in the habit of using the word gay like when I was like in the Edit Bay I also thought the Edit Bay was like this sacred place where it was like you know there, yep. was, there there was no like hr like like mm-hmm. thing because you're like in the middle of like finishing the birth of your art and who you know that so i would like watch cuts with this editor i'd be like that's gay gay like gay was like the word retarded to me or dumb or unfunny mm-hmm. stupid uh, uh trite or whatever like it, is, it comes up in conversation. The guy was like very pretty reasonably straight acting, so I didn't really. And then I somehow a conversation came up where I realized that editor was gay. And I said, I then was like, during a later editing session, it was like sitting with me. I was like, Jesus Christ, for six months I've been. And so I said something. I said, by the way, Stephen, I'm really sorry about, about that. I, it occurs to me. But was like, I was apologizing for like this party foul of using this magic word that you're not supposed to use anymore but his response like i just really like rattled me mm-hmm. which was he he just said he said yeah well it, it, you know it's not it's 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 a word that i've i heard a lot when i was a kid that like i associate with a lot of pain and i i, I mean i can't even repeat it right now i'm like still like it like makes me like mm-hmm. f- feel his this human being, like, 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 it's like, it's not about naughty words and magic customs and fashion, and you're, you're, we're embarrassed to to talk about this stuff because we don't want to be weak and we don't want to mm-hmm. be tr- uh, uh, p- p- picky and uh, petty and like, it, it, but it's not about that. It's about dehumanization and all this stuff and flashbacks to to shit yeah. and survival. So, I, I just, you know, you're, you're, you're a hundred percent like like you're you're sharing this story which is important because i was like people are out there listening going oh man that shit happens to me five times a day at the bank where i work yeah and you know that you have a number five and you you like you are are you what do you do like Mm -hmm. are you supposed to is it every individual's job to like now shake the fucking pillars or are you allowed to like sit with that trauma, share it with your boyfriend, finish snapping your pictures for that job and continue mm-hmm. to survive. Like, I guess I'm asking you the questions that you're asking us.
1: <laughs> well, th- this is, and, <laughs> and this is why context is so important. That's why we talk about power dynamics so much mm-hmm. in this podcast because in that situation too, the uh, the the structure of that situation is centered around the power dynamics between her and this guy because this guy was employing her. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and he was the one uh, creating the offense because it'd be different if uh your underling said or somebody you're employing said something uh something offensive then you would have no qualms about correcting them because you're their boss but in this inci- incident her boss the guy who is writing the check for her mm-hmm. and who is responsible for whether or not he wants to continue hiring her in the future mm-hmm. has committed this faux pas and in that moment, she's in a very, very precarious position because if she cho- if she says something to him and he feels embarrassed and he has a fragile ego, then it's just game over for she's the one who's the vic- she's yeah. the victim twice, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like who's gonna who? Yeah, why would then he's choosing photographers like oh do I choose the one that was there when I felt bad about myself? Yeah, or do I choose a f- a photographer?
3: But the scary thing is it's not a, just about like hey you're you're taking the photo now it's Okay, a year down the line, five years down the line, like how is that interaction going to inform your kind of professional and personal interactions down the line? And it could ruin a career based on personal kind of, you know, preference and not necessarily professional Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. preference. And that's I think that is the one of the biggest struggles of being a woman and being a woman of color. Is that like, hey, these are things that like if a guy says, you know, sorry, but uh I had a bad experience, it's his ver it's his word versus hers and his is taken at face value and hers is
1: not. Yeah. Especially when he is older, more famous, yep. has more money, yep. has more power, has more relationships. Yeah, and so mm-hmm. you have to think about as a woman and as a woman of color, like, okay, well, where is my position in this world? Mm-hmm. What's the it, it's like looking at a game and being like what is the best case scenario? Like what what is the path I can take on this Mario map that'll get me to where I need to be losing the least amount of life? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and another thing is he was he's like beyond even the power of hiring me because he's like billionaire like he's not the one calling me for mm-hmm. the job. He calls his company who calls a company who calls a girl who then that girl hires me. So it's like, it's kind of, I don't know if that's relevant at all,
1: but no, like, if, he tells, it's yeah. like if he, he tells has the, the power company, to dilute, yeah. well, mm-hmm. that means he has the power for all of those companies to stop mm-hmm. working with you. Yeah. Not just him. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So uh, the, my, my, the, then is it advice time? Cause or, 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 <laughs> like, what would I do? I'm not going to give advice. Like what would yeah. I do to the best of my ability? Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do. I would be like, "Oh, here's a crazy story that," and, and I would talk shit behind his back, and I would just like yeah. continue. But to, you have the luxury. Of doing I know. I know. I know. That's I know. A yeah,
3: frustrating I'm thing. Not,
0: I'm not saying here's how the world gets better or <laughs> yeah, here's yeah. what's fair. I'm like, I'm like trying to run. A, I'm trying to put myself in her shoes and going like, "Well, I know what I'd do. I wouldn't be a fucking hero and like, or a, yeah. or, a, or, a, or a martyr and like, like I'm gonna I'm gonna speak truth to power. It's like I'm a photographer. I want to yeah. take mm-hmm. more pictures and I want to pay my rent taking pictures. So mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. I realize that that. that is part of the Problem yeah. is that is that there is no fucking choice. Yeah. You, you Like like you can't get a, you can't apply for a grant that says uh, I I have integrity and therefore can't work uh, <laughs> taking pictures of this much stuff because the guy that owns that stuff is blah blah blah. Like like wait, yeah, there yeah. isn't a grant for that. Well, I mean <laughs> maybe oh, there is. Shit.
1: It'd be so great if there was. Oh boy. <laughs> um.
0: We'll start one with our Whiting Wong's money. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> a foundation for uh, 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 the uh, Whiting yeah. Wang grant. Un- Comfortable yeah. photographers that that, <laughs> that 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 don't feel like like snapping in the face of a of a of a of a Tourette's uh, mm. afflicted baby boomer
3: asterisk non Asians like apply, encouraged to apply
0: <laughs> yeah I guess okay. It seems a little racist but Kay.
1: I feel like all, all the the entirety of uh, what the Whiting Wong's funds is, like, five RX bars. <laughs> <That's
0: it. laughs> One power bar. Well, where are you? I mean, uh, we don't really have good advice. Yes. To I mean,
1: I, I, here's the thing. Like, it, it's, it really is about picking and choosing your battles. If you have a relationship with this person, like, because I imagine if halfway through the season, that editor who had been spending all this time with you, gauged you and was like, this guy maybe is, uh, maybe might be open to this. And it, and I think that I could make a difference in the way this guy thinks and he's open to it. Because what what would have happened if midway through that season that editor had said to you, hey man, like, wh- when you say that word, like it makes me think of... I don't well, know, I think I would have
0: reacted really poorly. Really? Yeah, well, yeah. I don't, It's it's hard to say because mm-hmm. the story starts with me... Real realizing at first. so that, Yeah. So, so I was in that zone. The mm-hmm. question is, was I in that zone because I was embarrassed and just wanted to mm-hmm. get out of trouble? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is not the same as empathy. And sure. Because the reason I remember that story is because it changed in the middle of the conversation. I was engaged in a transaction that didn't really require empathy. It was more like, well, I don't want to get in trouble. And I don't really mean I thought he was going to report me to HR. I just, I, when I say trouble, I mean like... Like social currency. You know, I don't want him to think I'm a dick. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want, but I didn't, it wasn't, somehow you're able to, I don't know how I'm able to, was able to compartmentalize between those things like him thinking I'm a dick and hurting him. But like, shouldn't, like, shouldn't, like it shouldn't that changed. be your social
3: currency for everyone? Like, shouldn't it be like, hey, I want everyone to not think I'm a dick?
0: Yeah. I mean, and also... In an ideal not, world. Not being a dick, meaning not hurting. Hurting people, right? Which is, which I swear to you, like I had a wall between those two things. I thought they were two completely different things. Like, like, well, I don't want to be a dick. Like, you can keep that transaction on the side of a wall that has nothing to do with like feelings, Mm -hmm. right? And and I think that's like a huge theme running through everything that we've been talking through. Is is like you know, like from the poo thing and the response to it and everything. It's like. what's missing is everybody taking, stopping for a second and running this flowchart of going like, oh, that person is human. Mm -hmm. Like, like, it doesn't matter these conversations about what I'm allowed to do, what I should do, what are the new rules? What? So this is racist now? I can't say happy Christmas, I'm a div- Like like uh, we wanna we wanna get to these like checker games of like what I'm allowed to do and what I have to do, and are you telling me and there's a shortcut around that. Are you so you telling mm-hmm. me that if I was this, then I could do that, but what about this and actually that? And it's all empathy avoidance. We don't want to for some reason, we are afraid to I I guess I know why, because I fucking cried telling the story, but the edit, because I I stumbled into someone connecting to me, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And and it cost me I felt his pain.
1: Sure, and also, you don't want to think that you were a bad person who caused someone pain. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah.
2: And there was no intent behind the thing that you were saying, and that's what I know about the guy that hired me, is he didn't start speaking Chinese to me literally to hurt me. It was his gut reaction, which was the wrong gut reaction, but the reason I, like, can't be like, well, fuck that guy. Cause yeah, I'm also right. just not, that's not in me. But, like, I know there was no intent to make me go home later that night and cry. And it was, I think, honestly, a lot of it, it was hard for me to talk about. But, like, this podcast and just opening these things up for conversation has helped me talk about it. Because, like, I had to, like, be a five-year-old and hide under the covers and be like, I had a weird day to my boyfriend. <laughs> and he was like, what are you doing? And I was like... And it was like it was uncomfortable, but I I felt really good when I said it. And then I had the comfort to tell it to my roommates and they were very supportive and really curious as to why. And I think that's what it is, is opening for a conversation because now all my roommates are like, oh, Mm. shit, that. Yeah, I get why that's that hurt you, because it brought back a bunch of memories from when I was a kid.
0: Which, by the way, if you do enter the market of responding to that stuff in the moment. That would be my suggestion to mm-hmm. you as a an unqualified therapist and life coach would be that even I know you like you, I want to respect your desire to not be a reactionary person in dialogue, but these I statements, as my therapist says, like in that moment, it's as you saw in me telling the story about how I did it and then got affected. It's like it's a great fallback. Like it's like oh somebody does that and you're like well you're this is you're reminding me of like something from when I was on the playground or whatever and it's like kind of a good fallback I did want I want to say something because like you you, you said you, you knew he didn't want you to go home and cry mm-hmm. and like I want to point out here since I'm famous for an apology that worked um uh, 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 th- that um, if that guy apologized to you and said I didn't mean for you to cry. The reason why that wouldn't be satisfying, except in the most symbolic, surfacey way, because it mm-hmm. would be, it represents this backpedal, is because she already knows he didn't mean to make her cry. So I didn't mean to hurt you mm-hmm. isn't a, a, an effective apology. It's you, it's what I was doing when I said to that guy, sorry, I've been using the word gay a lot. It's, 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 it's a good start. It's, yeah. it's it's it's, mm-hmm. you, it's you coming to a table it's not an apology an apology is an, exp- uh, an acknowledgement of the, the 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 thing you did who care whether you meant it or not um, oh i spilled that coffee on you you know um, an expression of remorse i i feel bad that's the part that yeah, the person is in inadvert- it's like oh i didn't mean to do it I, he, you, you you can get that done by saying I feel terrible because mm-hmm. I I did that not I didn't mean to do it it's, it and then th- most importantly I'm gonna think about that from now on a commitment to change
3: yes mm-hmm. Be- I think I think intention is fifty percent of it right mm-hmm. like yeah. oh I didn't yeah. mean or I meant or I di- wasn't even thinking about this right like that's fifty percent of any action however. We live in a world, and especially my minorities and women of minorities live in a world where like, intention is 200% of any action that is taken, where we have to think about every single thing we do and every mm-hmm. single micro-action we do as a, hey, this has an amplification effect. Mm-hmm. And that's a privilege of men and white men and cisgender white men that they don't have to think about that. And so, when some guy says, "Like, oh, sorry, didn't think about that," it's like, "That's we great, know. <laughs> right? Yeah, you don't have to think about that as a byproduct of your everyday living." Whereas we have to think about that in every single micro moment we do.
0: And what's mm-hmm. great is to hear, "I'm gonna think about that from now on." Yes, yes. That's, that's great. Like like like, 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 like that makes you feel better because it's what you're not hearing. And it's like, and 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 speaking to the other side, the people who are afraid to apologize uh the other thing that we've learned in this in in this show or I have is is like oh it's possible for people to say that you hurt them without necessarily meaning like you're a piece of shit mm-hmm. and you and you meant to hurt me mm-hmm. they're not saying that they're it's like you stepped on someone's toe it's tough. It's like you have this ingrained, like, thing. Yeah. like, no, I didn't, I didn't do that, or I did do that, but I didn't mean to do it. And it's like you're not helping this person. This person is not. They know all these things yeah. already.
1: Think about it as like, because the thing is, when you say I didn't mean to do it, but the damage is still done. Yeah, and yeah. that is a real Absolutely. thing. So yeah. that's denying that there's any damage. It's kind of like
0: hitting Control Z on that person to <laughs> yeah. so say I didn't mean it. Yeah. A, it makes them feel like you are just yeah. you're expressing regret and not remorse. The, 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 you can uh, control off delete all you want, like, <laughs> yeah. but it's not gonna. Yeah, it's not going to force exit out of whatever the
3: situation you're in, and like, you're still going to have to force exit the program, and yeah. it might percent- end poorly for whatever that program is.
0: I, I wish i had never met you. You know what I mean? I, I <laughs> you're wish
3: welcome, I, computer I, science. I, I wish I'd never
0: gotten in this elevator. I wish you. I wish you. I wish you hadn't been born. I wish. I wish. I wish we had been born in different cities. You know, that's not. These aren't comforting things. Right? Yeah. Regret. Yeah. regrets
3: yeah. Regret. No matter what. Sure. Absolutely. If, <laughs> if I could, if I could right. go back
0: in time and and, and and blow up this hotel so that we didn't go in it and I didn't offend you in the lobby, I'd do it. Okay, I don't feel any better.
1: Yeah, because well, you, you think about it as if you had a car, this and your this person totaled your car, and they're like, I didn't mean it. And you're like, yeah, but I still don't have a car. Mm-hmm. Right. My car is destroyed, and they're like... Aren't you listening? I didn't mean to do it. What more do you want? That's the equivalent of saying, I didn't mean to do it. What more do you want? I want a new fucking car. I want you to repair the damage that you did. No, regret is regret, but it's like, Mm -hmm. where are you going to go from there?
3: Right? What are your next actions? What how are you going to interpret this? How are you going to fix this going forward? Because we're all looking forward. It
0: actually makes me imagine if imagine if the guy had called you Mm -hmm. right in the middle of your boyfriend being so mad, phone rings. Oh God, it's him! Oh Jesus, why is he calling me? He runs the people that run the people that run the people. Oh Jesus, you you pick up the phone. Hello, is this Larissa? It's it's old 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 Henry the coal miner that, <laughs> Oh, good old
1: Henry. Uh, coal uh, miner.
0: Yeah, and your boyfriend's like pacing. Is that him? Tell him I'm fucking um, Listen, I I I I heard you were half Japanese, half Irish, and I said this. I I did this horrible fucking weird thing where I started speaking foreign gibberish at you. And then because I was ashamed of that, I started showing you that I'm definitely not racist by showing you internment camp art. And I am running over it over and over in my head and feeling like the biggest monster and loser. I feel terrible thinking about you um, being so confused and hurt by that and I just wanted to let you know mm-hmm. that because that happened mm-hmm. I'm 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 gonna think more before I speak like I have this habit of not doing that and I'm gonna do it and I'm really 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 sorry I think that that you would wouldn't you get off that call and it would be the only thing the only combination of things that you could have said that would make you give you like you would get off the phone and go there wouldn't really be any any un open case right you'd yeah. be like that was him you'd tell your boyfriend what he said mm-hmm. and your boyfriend would probably also simmer down but yeah. he'd be second he'd be like well, you better not, you know, but he's, he's got his own reaction to... I wish you knew my
2: boyfriend here. is <laughs>
1: not... Yeah, I'm, that's, I'm
2: that's
3: like,
0: picturing, like, this video game character as like, like,
3: a photographer's living, boyfriend. Yeah. Living she's dating in the, the bubble yeah. of, like, oh, yeah, that's the boyfriend yeah. of anyone that yeah, we actually see she's dating the Contra of, like, twins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's, what that's, that's,
0: that's what you, that's what you that's like, picture? Like, double dragon, like, just, like, a barrel chest with, like, these, like yeah, that taper down into these little tiny fists because he makes birdhouses.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> no, oh no. man! Oh, um, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't. I think that if I were in that situation, I probably would have just completely ignored. The, unless I had somehow come up with some, like, by some miracle, came up with some perfect quip in the moment. Yeah. I probably would have just ignored it and pretended that he never did that. Uh, yeah,
2: I kind of did. I kind of was like, yeah. so yes on the hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which is, pro. honestly, though, but because you ignored it, is probably what made him realize yeah. that he had
0: stepped in it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is good. Yeah. And it's like, that's another thing. You're going to have to harp on it. But that, th- that commitment to change uh, ingredient of the apology. Yeah it's not just important because some people want restitution and that'll yeah. make them feel better it it it's actually an emotional comfort to someone to think this wasn't a random act of violence on my psyche I t- I I had a human connection with someone yeah. that treated me like shit on accident or on purpose mm-hmm. and as a result of me having been born and being a human being and this having happened that person is now going to change. Yeah. And it 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 is a huge amount of aspirin on that bee sting.
2: If yeah, if he had called and said that, if anything of the sort had happened like that, then I would I would easily have been like, "Oh, Shit, that was amazing. Like, yes, I appreciate the call, and like, I don't know, like that means a lot.
0: The nice thing again, that you 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 wouldn't have to say, "Oh, it was nothing, no big deal," because he would take that off your shoulders too. Here's another horrible, shitty apology. People, if he had called you up and said, "Like, "Uh, sorry, somebody told me that, like." (laughs) That, that maybe you were offended. I, I don't I mean, to me, I didn't even think that was uh, that forcing you to then having been uh, no big deal. sideswiped. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. you also have to let him off the hook. And you, it's like, yeah, you double. have to make him
1: feel better. Yeah. Oh my, oh my
3: gosh. Is, that, is yeah. that really where the standard is that? Like, honestly, are we, are we accepting that as the standard of like, yeah, yeah, you're mixed or you're Asian or you're whatever. Like, that's the standard of like, yeah, you accept that as like, okay, you, you take the other side of it as whatever.
2: If there's if there's like somebody who wants to change then yeah I love having that conversation. No change I'm all about
3: but they just like kind of take me as I am. I I just feel oh, like oh no
0: no I don't t- no let's let's not all run out of here and go <laughs> go find a, a a person burning a cross and like try to understand them I don't I do, I do not want to advocate for that I, like listen there's a the, the uh, there's a this guy didn't make that phone call mm-hmm. he didn't I mean he did a horrible piece of shit thing and he's a he's he he fucked up the important thing to note is that he didn't have to be racist to fuck up. Mm -hmm. He even, he even fucked up quite possibly, according to all of our speculation by thinking he's not racist and not wanting to think about it any more than that. And just wanting to be a good guy and blah, blah, blah. It's like, you can't just start a podcast and say, you're not racist. Like, like you you still have to have the conversation. And so this guy, so, so no, I mean, I, I I understand. I, I get your sentiment is like, is this where we're at where we're like, turn the other cheek for the racists. They're the new minority that we have to, like, reach down and help up. No, I, I, like, we're we're living in a world where we're all hurting each other and um it's like how do we how do we survive how do we how do we how do we fucking yeah. like
1: well the, the, here's the problem the reason that this problem is unsolvable is because who we need to be having this conversation with is that guy mm-hmm. like yep. that's the guy who needs to have this conversation with mm-hmm. us because mm-hmm. the onus is on him to learn and to change and to do better and so meanwhile we like potential victims and former victims like mm-hmm we we can we can turn and spin in our wheels all we want over how we would have handled that situation but it's still about addressing someone else's fuck up whereas what we should be doing if we were doctors in this situation would be let's address the actual illness and not the, the fallout and the symptoms. Let's actually if that guy is the actual illness in the situation and that's what well, should be fixed. OK,
0: that guy's that guy might be typhoid Mary, but he's not yeah. typhoid. So I would say I would say doing a podcast told her story. People that are listening who haven't done that yet or mm-hmm. have done it yet and are going to do it again. Just heard that story. Now they get to go. Silently to themselves. Yes, in the they go, Oh fuck, that's me. Oh fuck, that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, I had a, like a oh fuck, that's me like like moment several times. And she's telling the story because she's telling it by the way with empathy. Mm-hmm. And she's not, she's not going. Oh, I had this interaction with this fucking unrelatable monster. Blah blah blah. She's like, no, he was a nice guy. and He's listening. I'm like, oh fuck, that's me. Oh fuck, that's me. Oh fuck, that's me. <laughs>
3: but it's, it's not about accusation. It's about empathy, right? Like that's what mm-hmm. that's what at the end of the day this comes down to. It's about empathy, right? Like how how do you connect to another human being or mm-hmm. quasi human being or monster or whatever it's just like we're all the same at the end of the day and it's so frustrating that to be viewed as other or to be viewed as a monster to be viewed as anything in between other and a monster I'm not sure what the middle ground is Um, but yeah it's, it's, it's just very frustrating to be anywhere in that spectrum
0: yeah I, 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 people have this capacity to, to 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 change more if they see they see a fender bender over there. and They're like, that's got nothing to do with me. But, okay, I just found out the word prostitute is no longer allowed. Like, like we we are so much more able to ch- to, to remap our brains when we're not being, like... When you're not in the hot seat. Yeah. No,
3: I'm yes. sorry. I said this to Jessica earlier. I was like, hey, it's it's very frustrating where straight, cisgender, white men say, like, oh, well, I now will sympathize or empathize with this situation because I have daughters.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Right? It's like hey, you should sympathize or empathize with this situation because this it's a female woman. It's a human being. Yeah, it's a human who's in peril or frustrated and they're enough like you that you should be upset by this
1: situation. Not because your children are like that, but yeah. because... Yeah, it's like when guys like Matt Damon are talking Matt about, like, Damon. Uh, me too, and he's like, well, as the father <laughs> of, like, four daughters, and it's like, oh, so before you had daughters, you, you, you were absolutely couldn't think of yeah. women as people you should empathize with and like it's like they they weren't people until you like yeah. spawned and had children who were yeah. of that type the, the implication being that if he didn't have daughters he could not relate at all and think about women in, in that human capacity
0: yeah I mean, what kind if, if but if you I mean, is the implication of my story about using the word "gay" too much, and then apologize? Is the implication that that I, I'm I need to have a, a the right editor in order to learn and grow, or is the is it just story? Just was Matt Damon saying? I fucked up because I went home and I looked at my daughters and I realized Jesus Christ like, no
1: it's just a common thing that a lot of yeah, d- yeah. dudes do well, like which yeah. is it's like a they senator emphac- thing when yeah they like, emphasize that they have a daughter so of right. course they're on your side oh right right yeah, well, it's I, like it's suddenly it it's relates to me same. because, because I, my, I now connect
3: yes.
0: yeah yeah yeah. yeah. my best friend I have black friends like, yeah like, exactly like, you Totally.
1: totally I,
0: not, I don't think <laughs> uh, they get them in the soundproof room and ask them but I think they'd be like well I don't know if friends." friends constantly refer to me as <laughs> no, black. It's, it's one of those situations
3: where it's like, okay, why should it have to relate to you personally to be like, oh, this is another human being who is in a yeah, situation yeah. where universally I should be able to relate to it. And because like, oh, I have daughters or I have black friends or I have whatever it is. Right. Now I'm able to be like, this is wrong. Yeah. It's universally wrong. Let's Let's acknowledge that.
0: Yeah, and I think what mo- most importantly, the, the, the I have daughters thing is when it's being used as a way to get uh, of it's like being flashed as a laminate to to go over, to not wait in line at the yeah, theme park. Yeah, here's but, my uh, daughters. We're talking about card. sexism. I have two daughters. so yeah. I'm just gonna go into the kitchen yeah, and piss I'm in the I have a
2: hot Hispanic wife card. Oh yeah. yeah, I've gotten I've gotten like people. I've been in line at ba- the bank or something, and the guy in front of me will turn around and just be like, "Oh, I have an Asian wife," and I'm like. <laughs> like I'm like, congratulations, question mark? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, like what do you want me to do
3: about that? Celebrate like, it? But
2: also, I I don't know. I don't know if it's just I have, like, a weird amount of empathy, but I look at him in his eyes, and he's so excited that, mm-hmm. like, he also can understand. I, I don't know. It's I like, like it's no. like
0: uh, when you see someone else driving a Volvo on the freeway. <laughs>
3: honk, honk. <laughs> head on she head nod.
2: Yeah. <laughs> no,
3: context. <laughs> context is absolutely a part of it, but some of it's like, okay, it's, well, congrats.
0: Yeah. Jessica had that exact same story at a grocery store. Right? It happens
1: a lot. It, it happens a lot. Why, why the grocery lot. store? I guess that's where. No, no. no. Any time I'm in a line at the tire is, store, it's, it's, it's line. head nod. Any time you're a line. in a line, agent head nod. Yeah, they they. It's just I that's... have
0: never spoken to anyone in a line <laughs>
3: because you're a white man. I, uh, well, these are no, these story. are all white these, dudes. This is where oh. white men, uh, uh, men. stalk yeah.
0: their prey. Apparently, are, like they uh, have a captive audience. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, I don't, I, I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm the captive if I'm in line. Like, I don't want to strike up a conversation. Yeah. I've had it at grocery
1: store, like hardware store, yeah. everywhere.
2: It's kind of weird, but yes, it's usually in a line where you're trapped with that person for us short amount of small talk enough for them to tell you that fact yeah right.
1: and i never have talk to me face on when i'm in a line <laughs> but, but the, the just there's something about a white guy who has an asian wife that has to Love tell it. has to tell an asian woman
0: do you think really because there's a couple things that could be behind that one is like if so if you want to come over sometime <laughs> like i'll you barely notice <laughs> <laughs> I, like, or, or is it more like? like the, I bet you think I'm I, I, I'm looking at you like some kind of hunk of hunk of inhumanity, but the truth is, I married one of you, so stick that in your pipe and smoke it.
1: I think it's more like, hey, just so you know, I got one of you at home, right. so I'm cool, right? Like you if know? you wanted,
0: if, if if you wanted to like. Do what she does and talk about coupons or something. I'd get it.
1: <laughs> no, it's more like it's more like, hey, I'm not like I'm not your daddy's white guy. Like right. I'm cool. I with think your it people. is. I think it's just yeah. like I'm not just your regular white guy. Yeah. I I like understand because I'm
2: trying right. to figure out what the difference between that moment is. Is the difference between looking at someone next to you and being like oh, I have those same shoes at home. Like sure, is sure. That a, like, it's like
1: finding something you have in common. Except this is a weird thing because it's because you don't actually have anything in common because he's lump he's making Asian people mm-hmm. into a monolith. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I do
0: imagine this hypothetical timeline where, like, if I had a black wife, yeah, and I was like, I would, I could, I could imagine myself like, like, pu- like putting my foot in it a million times before I finally learned to just fucking <laughs> keep, keep it to myself. Like, I, I, would be, it would be like, it would be like. Like, 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 you know, I, you I, 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 just, I wouldn't, I, w- I would want so badly for black people to know I had a black wife.
1: <laughs> you just wear a T-shirt that said "Proud Husband to a I mean, Black." Yeah, wife. I would just like like, 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 get a
0: lot of those yeah. like uh, 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 Disneyland like shirts with with photos on. Is this an X, like, on syndicated
3: on idea for <laughs> a? I just, we
0: were talking about the, the the white guy saying to the Asian woman in, in, in uh, oh, da- well, also Dana stepped out. So if you, you
1: you're <laughs> like, welcome. The like, reason,
0: that's why that's she's why asking I would... what's
1: going on. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah, she didn't just. <laughs> (laughs) Space out. I just I ran away. We were
0: talking about the white guy turning to the Asian woman and saying, like, I I, oh I have an Asian wife.
3: Oh, you're meeting my dad.
0: And I was like Uh I was was running the simulation of like uh,
1: calling out Dr. Klein. Dr. Klein Damn, and Dr. Professor Klein. Han. Yeah. Okay, well, this is a good segue because, like, I, a lot of people have written in um, asking us to cover, like, what because we talk about race so much, but we don't talk about what it means to be biracial. Mm-hmm. Hello!
3: You're welcome. Yeah, so, you know, we welcome got two to of you. Town. I know.
1: And, you know... <laughs> there's
3: a high five happening, but nobody can hear it. <laughs> have you noticed,
1: Harmon, that uh, even though there's four people in this room, we are exactly 50-50 per- yeah. white right. and Asian in this you're room welcome. right now. You're welcome.
0: Oh right. wait! Uh, I, yeah. I'm so bad uh-huh. at math. I have to figure that out.
1: <laughs> And they're both uh-huh. half good at it, and I'm straight <laughs> at it. Yeah. Exactly.
0: You said it. not me. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Cause... So
1: I think what's what's oh yeah yeah. Unique. Okay. I mean, because what's unique? Uh, you know, we we it's, people of color in America have to code switch a lot, but I imagine that's so much harder and extra complicated for people who are mixed race because. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are not one hundred percent any one race. Yep. Do you guys want to talk about that?
0: <sighs> nah. 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 I'm
1: good.
3: All right. <laughs> no, I mean, I for for me at least, it's very tough because I am surprised. No, uh, I'm fifty percent Asian. My mom is from China slash Taiwan. She literally came here on a boat, and so I'm the first generation on that side. And then my father's Jewish. Surprise, so we're minorities on kind of all fronts, and so for my entire life growing up, I never really felt one direction or another. like I was very proud of my Jewish heritage, I was very proud of my Chinese heritage, but there was nobody who was like me growing up and so I kind of grew up in a, a bubble of yes, thank you, please, here are all the heritages on the all the like all the sides, and I will pick and choose depending on the scenario. And it worked out great to my advantage, but as I grew older, it was like, oh, I have to pick
0: shit. Because if you don't pick, you mean you have to pick, I, I, like, I want to be clear on that. You have to pick.
3: Um, So I'd be like, oh, yes, in XYZ scenario, I'm Jewish, mm-hmm. you know, or in XYZ scenario, I'm Chinese. But if I don't pick one way or another, nobody would identify me as either or they pick one for me without my kind of intention or uh participation and that was frustrating because i'm like hey you know what like i have a choice in this and i depending on the x scenario or holiday or whatever i want i want to be able to decide because it's my choice like it's not your choice it's my choice mm-hmm. and so it, it became a very bizarre scenario of like mm-hmm. code switching Depending on what day or month or whatever the year it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not feeling like it belonged to either of the, mm. the sure. groups.
2: I, yeah, I grew up in Wyoming, kind of one of the only Asian families there. Ooh, and, girl. and I'm third generation. So it was my great grandparents that came here. So I kind of like got a lot of the Asian heritage a little like stuffed down as if it was not a thing. Cause, there's a lot of, like, embarrassment to be Asian um, from my grandma and grandpa. And um, – but at the same time, I was, like, learning origami and, like, learning how to make sushi and all of my mom's things. But I, I had a hard time actually, like, living there because I felt different. And then I moved to L.A. and I felt like I wasn't unique anymore. <laughs> and then I actually – went to the azn event with you and it was the first time i went and i came home and i kind of had this weird identity crisis because i was like i felt like i belonged but i also felt like because i had grown up with mostly white people that i i wasn't sure how to be myself in front of this group especially coming from third generation where it's a little like i do i did grow up like very asian american um, and I remember just being like, I like the last time I was in a group full of Asian people, they were all my family reunion and I felt a little un, like, uh, like I didn't belong. And then I've even had Asian people come up to me who are a hundred percent be like, oh, why are you here? And I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm half. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, I, w- I can't tell if I belong, but I want to belong on both sides. Do you,
3: do you find yourself defending yourself? Because I find myself like being like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, but I'm also half.
2: I I don't know necessarily. What do you mean by defend?
3: Like, I I feel like depending on the situation, I have to defend myself being like, no, 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 I'm part of you. I'm half Chinese or I'm half whatever.
2: A little bit, but I just am more like unsure if they want me there. Like, I just am like, oh, man, should I even? Yeah, be- no, that's part of it. Yeah. To be like, yeah, I'm going to raise my flag and be like, um, Amazing. Yeah, like please accept me. <laughs> so it's this, it's this double-edged sword of like I do belong, but I also maybe understand like a s- subtle half of the struggle, even though like it's a full struggle of being a woman. So I remember writing that in because I was like I balance this fence of like yeah half white privilege and like half ethnic struggle and then fully female struggle, and. It put me in a really weird place. But coming to LA was the best thing for me. Like, I just recently went back to like Montana to visit some friends, and I was like, oh my God, I need to go back. (laughs) I need to go back. Like, (laughs) I am like sticking out. Like, like a sore thumb, like, like the, you know, it's like very, I am Asian. Like when I come home and I am Asian. Mm-hmm. Right. And it can...
0: almost sounds like the, I guess it's not ironic because it's always been a white thing. It's like, if you're a drop of anything else, you're, you, you, if you're my friend, you're my exotic friend. If you're in this show, you're the, you're the, and it's like, it's almost like, well, white, white society or white people are like, it's easier for us to do that. It's called the buffet. And, and like, it may not be. It may not be empowering, and it may be part of some horrible syndrome, but it's part of a mainstream experience. It's so interesting to hear you get go, you end up at an event, and you're like, "Oh, now I feel like I don't belong." Ironically, and, yeah. in, well, in a forest it's, it's of oppressed to people, right? <laughs> like
3: it's easy to mm-hmm. like, yeah, that person's a X Y Z. I can categorize them. Right. I understand what they are. Because I put them in
0: this bucket. Right, Star Wars is filled with all kinds of droids. Blue. But I'm the Jedi. Beep like, boop, like, beep like, beep. But then you, but then you go to like a full droid like meeting, and the droids yeah. are like, "You're a cyborg. <laughs> what the fuck is going on?" <laughs> yeah, that,
3: weirdly that works may exactly. have been the best nerdiest <laughs> analogy I've ever heard, and I'm so happy to have been a part of it. <laughs>
0: Wow, I'm usually drunk, by... Uh, yeah, I know this, you got to catch again.
1: up. You got to catch know. up to. Um, I
0: can't. I got. I got shingles. to, 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 to dry All right, guys,
1: it. we've gone over. Uh, this uh, might gals. be the longest. We're. we're this is a oh, majority boy. of gals. We, oh, no. could, we could
0: cut the uh, first half off, or we just <laughs> readdressed fucking a poo for forty minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um. All right, guys. Do you? Sorry. Gals. Ladies. Ladies. Wink. Uh, do you have anything to plug? I'll uh, start with... Yeah, go ahead. Start with you, Dana.
3: Oh, uh, the DHK, T-H-E DHK, and I talk about race and representation a lot. Perfect. And Jessica was kind enough to be a guest of mine, so we talked about being Asian and ladies. <laughs> Thanks.
2: Um. Yeah, I... I actually wrote and I'm directing a play that's being put up in June at the Fringe Festival with another roommate of mine. I have a lot of roommates. I got nine roommates. So, um, God damn! And a whole nine roommates. Yeah, you wanna, we'll just do another episode about <laughs> just that. I do. Um, and I just write and direct short films um, when I'm not making. Uh, doing photography and being yelled at for being Asian, um, and my Instagram is at l period p period dohi d o h i.
0: Here's what I have to plug. Oh boy! Uh, no. The the the, the dam separating uh, uh, privilege from from all the wonderful people. Do that, you acknowledge that it's your trying to though? hold back because this <laughs> podcast is made making too much progress? I want to plug that.
1: <laughs> you wanna. There's, sad, there's such
3: sad laughter We've, that's uh, in <laughs>
0: acknowledgement of that statement. We're, we so. shook the pillars this time, baby. <laughs> what are you plugging?
1: Uh, um, and uh, I realized once again that it's been a very long time since we even told our listeners what our email is. Uh. <laughs> but it's on the Twitter. Yes. yes. That's how I found them. <laughs> I'm a creep. <laughs> uh, WhitingWongs at gmail.com. And we're on Twitter at WhitingWongs. Um, Thank you to our guests. Larissa, thank you so much for sharing that terrible story. Thank you
2: for having (laughs) me. I mean, it means a lot to be able to share it. And then honestly, listening to your guys' podcast helped me hide under the sheets and say it out (laughs) loud. I promise. Um, So I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, I, th- I mean it's not it's not a, it's not an easy story to tell because you're gonna be projecting people going like, well, that what what do you mean? What happened? Uh, so it's, like, so I really appreciate that like nuance and vulnerability, like because that's where the fucking battles are, and
2: and that's where the conversations happen. Yeah. and my nine roommates now can spread the seeds of like my
0: story. <laughs> yeah, we all we all know how to react and what's wrong at a fucking rally where there's what's swastikas uh, yeah, sure. happening in the town square. It's like we we the, the, like too late for scalpels and like. Therapy and cotton balls, like so. I I love, I love these conversations about these fucking like crazy four-way stops at at work and stuff.
1: (laughs) Um, thanks for
0: listening. Goodbye. (laughs) 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 It's a good show.